0: Hi, and welcome back to iNews 101. This is Jeep Girl 6. And uh, today I'd like to talk about the political landscape and how that has been forever changed thanks to President Donald J. Trump. Whether you think it's a good thing or a bad thing, it really doesn't matter. It has changed. And this upcoming election in 2020 will be extremely interesting on how the press covers it. Because I think at some point after President Trump won the election I think the press had they had an aha moment or a time for which they were able to stand back and see how badly they had messed up because I really don't think in 2015 when he came down an escalator in Trump Tower and it's become historical and I think, almost legendary, his announcement speech when he stood there, and I'm just paraphrasing, not quoting, he said basically Mexico wasn't sending us their best. They were sending us dr- uh, drug dealers and murderers and rapists, and and they just let that go. And they let Trump go forward, because I think they didn't take him seriously as a candidate. They let him go forward and present himself, this portrait of himself, the way he sees himself to America and by the time they realized he had become a serious candidate that this make America great movement thing was real that he was saying things that they knew weren't true but they were in such shock and awe over hearing it. They were televising it live without fact checking it. And I think they realized that they contributed to this myth, this mythology, this legendary version of Donald J. Trump, which really doesn't exist, which we know now later after all these stories and research. Those of us who have taken time to read up and and research him, it isn't true. Much of what he says about himself isn't true. Well, you know, it's too late now. So now the standards have changed. The press let him get away with not submitting his taxes, you know, getting away with this BS about, oh, well, I'm under audit. Okay, Richard Nixon was under audit, and he gave forward his taxes because it was important to him on an integrity, on a character level, to prove that he was not a crook. Okay, we know that wasn't the case because of the tapes and Watergate, but that's neither here nor there um these things you know that the press they have no one to blame but themselves i think to some degree they're as responsible as trump's base probably 50 50 for creating the mythology of donald j trump the one that's out there in the ethos out there in the internet out there on social media and he's also been aided by social media he took a hold of twitter and uses it and you know like his People say all the time, you know, the president doesn't have to use the press. He can go right to the people with Twitter. And social media is rampant. Just about everybody has a smartphone. We're all on some version of social media, Facebook, Twitter, uh, something, Instagram. And he takes advantage of those things. And it's smart. I'm not hating on him for it. It's really, really smart. So he's not released his taxes. He says things that are blatant lies, and they just kind of like let that stuff go. He didn't put all of his financial interests in a blind trust like past presidents have. So it'll be interesting in 2020 what happens. So now we got this thing with the, with uh, what is it? Bernie Sanders and his taxes. He's finally reluctantly admitted he's become a millionaire, I guess, because of some book he wrote. And but there's some hesitation. He hasn't come forward with 10 years of his taxes like he said he was going to. So I'm interested to see if Bernie Sanders is going to try to use the Trump rule, you know, because Trump's not released his taxes. He's been president for three almost three years now, and. Uh, What are you guys doing about that? You keep accepting this thing about him being audited. So, hey, if you don't want to release your taxes and you're running for president, just say you're being audited. It works for Trump. So why shouldn't it work for me? So let's see about this standard, because we know now with President Trump, there is no standard. There is no bottom. He can say whatever he wants, do whatever he wants. He just calls the news fake news. If it's something that he doesn't agree with, that isn't in his best interest, that isn't supportive, that isn't, Uplifting or exalting him or putting him on a pedestal or saying how great he is, he says it's fake news. Okay, that's fine. Hey, everybody's entitled to opinion, even President Trump, right? Okay, but let's see. Now, I think it, the real test for 2020 is going to be the press. So, how hard are you going to press? Everybody else is running for president, these, these presidential candidates and accusations that might come forth, whether or not they've released their taxes, how closely are you going to hold them to the fire, their feet to the fire of decisions they've made on laws and bills they've voted on, on what kind of lawyer they've been, whether they've been a prosecutor or a defense attorney in the past, because for Trump, his past... For whatever it is, his version, the real version, the press version, the version you believe individually, he's not pressed on that. He just says whatever he wants to say and then later on, you know, the press tries to fact check it, but most folks don't really care because see, once something's out there, it's out there. It's like that old saying, if you tell a lie long enough, it becomes the truth. And when the election in 2016 happened between Clinton and Trump, it was too late. He had already presented America, like I said, with this portrait of himself, the way he sees himself. Not the realistic version of that. We've gotten that later over the last three years. But see, it's too late. He's already in office. People don't care. He won. Fair and square, he won. Um, the Mueller report came out. He's been exonerated. No collusion. No conspiracy. Obstruction. I, we don't really know. Mueller did make a decision. I sort of like irrelevant. Um, But he won the Electoral College. Clinton got 3 million more popular votes, but that's not how we elect presidents in this country. It's based on the Electoral College. So he won. And his base, they're happy because he's doing the business the way they want. They've got the Supreme Court nominees and installations. They've got two new justices on the Supreme Court, and he's electing hundreds of judges at, at federal and state level they're conservative and they're going to be making rulings in the way that these christianic republican conservatives want whether it's a good thing or a bad thing whether you agree or not agree but it's going to have massive effects on things like gay rights abortion uh, voter rights and um things like that so these are things that are being done in their name by their president trump and they're happy with that now we had the midterm elections at in 2018 and people went out there and the swing voters went democratic so now the democrats have control of the house of representatives republicans still have the senate they still have the white house so we'll have to see trump's saying he's got this great health care plan he still wants to repeal obamacare but he has no replacement okay are you OK with that? uh, Make America great. Trump's supporter bases. basis. He's going to not come forward with his health care plan, he says, until after he's won in 2020, because he's assuming that the Republicans are going to get control of the House again. Well, you know, they had control of the House. They have for like three years. So when he first came into office, if it was so great, this Trump plan that's going to make Obamacare look like the disaster that it is, why not come out with it then? Are you okay with this top-secret health care plan? Because I'm going to tell you, I know what the top-secret uh, Trump health care plan is. It's free choice, no government involvement, because Trump's going to say the federal government shouldn't have anything to do with how you pick your health care. You should be able to decide that on your own. So we're going to leave that at a state level. So what we're going to do is we're going to give the, ins- the health care insurance companies free reign. They can conduct business in across state lines and set their own prices and pre-existing conditions. Maybe they offer those policies. Maybe they don't. They get it's free. It's a free market. It's going to be free market health care. That's the new Trump care. That's his secret plan. By the time you hear about that in 2020, he's been reelected. It'll be too late. Nothing you can do about it. Some people will be able to afford it, but most people won't. So that's going to have to be up to you. Everybody's going to have to take their own personal inventory and decide when they go to check off that box who they're going to pick. We have no idea who's going to be on the Democratic side. Will, be there, will there be a third-party independent uh, option? We don't know. Um, the press needs to do a better job. And I think they know that now, especially with Trump, with fact-checking. But I'll be interested to see how hard they press any candidates, uh, especially the Democrats. But will there be any Republican challengers? I doubt it. But it'll be interesting. The, but the political landscape, like I said, has been forever changed because of Trump. Whether you like it or not, it has been changed. There is no standard now. We used to have a baseline set of standards for candidates that ran for president. But all that's been shaken and, hey, the nuclear option's been hit. So, this, this will be interesting 2020 will probably be the most interesting election for president we've ever had. I'm really looking forward to it, and I'll holler at you later. Bye.